Welcome to Fridays on the Fly. I'm Eric. And I'm Ward. We are creative people, the creative projects. Sometimes we talk about that, among other things. Be forewarned, sometimes content or language may be inappropriate for children. Greetings and salutations. Morning. Well, it depends on where you are, what you're doing. That's right. When you're listening. That's good. Exactly. Could be any time. Could be any time. morning right now. Could be. It's morning somewhere. Always morning somewhere. NaNoWriMo. Yeah, here we are. We're here. Uh... You're done already. Oh, and I wish. I wish. <laughs> but making great progress. Yesterday's on par was 11,600. I'm at 16K. Holy crap. Well, yeah, I, li- I like to front load. Just because yeah, yeah. towards the end, things can get a little, you know, Thanksgiving, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So I like to front load. But I'm that's, well ahead right that's now. That's pretty yeah. well loaded. But, you know, I think last year you were well ahead too. Uh, I feel like you finished early last year. I did. Yeah. That's what well, I, I think last year, a lot of these years, like, I usually shoot for trying to be done before Thanksgiving, just because you know holidays, traveling, just makes it tough. I mean, right. I've I've certainly like the family's doing Thanksgiving stuff. I'm in another room typing, like don't have a problem with that. Done it. Um, but when I get that early, like last year, I think it was last year, I was nearly done before Thanksgiving. Didn't write any on Thanksgiving, and then like drug it out into the very last yeah, day because yeah, like yeah. you're this close. Was like I got another day. Who cares? Yeah, I remember you having like twenty. You having like a crazy amount. Uh, you know, with like two weeks left, and it was yeah. like wow. That's you'll be done, but then yeah, I do remember you dragging yeah. it. Out. I always shoot for two thousand a day. That way, you know, it puts you where like you're you're done right before Thanksgiving, yeah. and then gives you a big buffer. Yeah, it's good. Wow. Yeah. So did you did you how many did you already like finish one story, and move on to another? I'm and very close. Write? I'm very close to finishing the first story. Wow. But it's one of those things. I just almost in anything I do that you have to think about and like figure it out. I like to just work for a little bit, give it some time. Like I like sure. to give it a day. Um, yeah. anything like. I don't do as much graphic design right now, but when I used to, if I'd finish it, I'm like, I think I'm done. I'm just going to give it a day. Yeah. Come back to it. And then you're like, oh, wow. Like, I see this, this, and this. You know, I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I just can't, like, you know, something like, oh, yeah, I wrote for the whole weekend and wrote an entire book. I can't do that. I need to let it, like, roll around in my head. Yeah. Cause you'll know, be like, walking, like, oh, this is great for that story. I need yeah. to do this. Like, this is, this is that link I was missing. So, right. yeah. So when you're writing, like, now, and so you're 16,000 words in, and so you're thinking about this. Do you, is it, does it ever time it's like, oh crap, I could have done this, you know, 20 pages back. Let me just go back and, like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're well, doing well, that. I didn't know if you were just like, you know what, that shit's in the past. Uh, you I know. mean, it, it depends. Like, some stories, I'll just make a note where I'm at. Like, I really should go back and try to, fit. like, some stuff, if it's easy, I'll go back and either make a note or maybe, like, write a couple scenes. Cause right. I don't do books, I do screenplays. It's just, yeah. that's my medium. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one, like, you know, I, with any story, I start an outline. And because usually I know the beginning, and I know the end. Almost in every story, that's how it starts. Right. Like what happens in the middle? Because that's that's a lot. Yeah. And a lot of times I get to the end, and it's not the end I thought because you can't you, you can't win the end before you've written it. Right. So by the time you've written, it, it's like oh, these characters are different. Everything is different. So like this, you know, I, nearly from the I started at the end of this because I'd watched uh, Netflix has a show Bodies. Yeah. And it's time travel. I'm like oh, time travel. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually in. I'm actually in the middle of watching it right now. Okay. Now I'm not going to say too much, but yeah. Um, I, if it's time travel, I'm in. Ti- you know, hot tub time machine, back to the future is time travel. I'm going to watch it. It doesn't even matter. This thing's a little strange, though. Yeah. I, do, do you not think it's a little strange? Strange how? Sometimes I'm like, what? Why? What's happening? Like, yeah. have, did you not have that? I didn't find it overly. I mean, like. Okay. Maybe it's because I'm casually. Are you, are you towards it. the beginning right now? Um, uh, because you know, towards the beginning, they're, they're, try, they're trying to make it a little confusing. We're like, you know, which yeah, way's up? It, it certainly is. And then, like, once they're like, oh, this is what's going on, it's like, Probably okay. two or three episodes in. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they haven't really kind of broken that open yet. Yeah, they're like they're really, trying to confuse I'm little. Me. I'm a little confused. I'm like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? Yeah, no. Yeah. And so I just didn't like the way bodies ended. Oh. And NaNoWriMo's coming up. I'm like, well, I didn't like the way that ended. I'm going to do it the right way. Right. Ward's way. 
And so I started with the ending, so I knew how to end. And I'm right at the end, like I've I've pretty much written the last scene. I'm just trying to I wanted to give it a day, like all that coalesce because I'm like, oh wow, you know, this character, yeah, if I'd set it up this way in the beginning, this pays off a lot better. Right. And that's all. So I, I went back and wrote a couple scenes and I'm like, then I had some ideas like, oh, if I do this, it makes this work better. And I realized, oh wait, with the logic of because it's time travel, with the logic of how I've set this up, I can't do that. So let me erase all that and put that back. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, in time travel movies, I don't know why you feel like you need to have logic because there doesn't, there, there's not a lot of logic. Well, in not time not logic, movies. but consistent logic. Like mm, I'd already it. established, like this is how it works. Because yeah, yeah. like with this, it's well, how how do, do you go? Do we try to explain how it works? That never really works out well. What about time travel movies makes you like love them? The fantasy of it, just like the the sur- surreal nature of time travel. Because I mean, is time travel possible? Not really. Maybe kinda. I mean, it's. Depends on how you look at it. Sure. Um, I, uh, that's a good question. Do you consider um, like eleven twenty two sixty three to be like a time travel? Oh, movie? for sure. Okay, all right. That's, I, I consider that yeah. too. I just, I just, you know, I'm just really curious to know because I know I've known you for years and I know that you love time travel movies. I just don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's like if it's a fantasy type of thing. If it's like a damn wish I want, I want to travel through time. Like, you know, it was like that type of like. I mean, I think wish it, fulfillment. Yeah, I think one of it. I don't really wish to time travel. Like, yeah. would it be kind of cool? But right. with the way I view time travel, I'd probably die. It's just, I think time yeah. travel is a cruel mistress. And if you try to get in there, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> like, to me. Like 11, 22, 63. Yeah, like, to me, yeah. if the end of time travel, if everybody's not dead, well, this isn't real time travel. Like, yeah. you guys kind of fudged it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, is there anything crazier than bending time? To me, like that's like the ultimate bending time. Time yeah. travel. Like, yeah. And it's, it really can't happen. I mean, no. I could go into how I think it would happen, but it's almost like a a, a spi- it it'd have to be a spiritual thing. Like, can you physically time travel? No. Like, can you spiritually time travel? Like, can there be some kind of um, sweat lodge type things? Yeah. Indeed, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, something like take like some that. peyote. Yeah, you can yeah, time travel. Right. Sure. Like, right. that's as close as we're gonna get to it. Right. I, I think so too. I mean, I like there's time dilation where you know if you go as far out in space and like you know with all that, like that's sure. not really time travel. It's like cheating a little bit. Right. But all that stuff fascinates me. Like, I just right. like the science of time travel. And so, the science of time travel. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep like, I kind of establish some rules early on of like, all right, how do I get into how they time travel? Like, well, do, I, do that, I create and, a method? And when you're doing time travel, I think you before you write anything time travel, you have to establish rules. Yeah. Like when you watch any of those movies, there always seems to be like, there always be, be there's always clear rules. But a lot of them cheat though, and that's where they get me. Yeah. Um, and I'm one like time travel. You can't go and change the past. Like, um, I think. What is it? There's some like simple paradox or story. It's the Chicago fire where somebody can time travel. Like I'm going to prevent the Chicago fire because that was a terrible tragedy. Right. They go back and ends up they were the ones that created it. Like it is the way it is. Like you can't go back and change. Like that's my logic. So I went in this like there's no changing the past. So the whole thing is you've got this group of people that we're going to change the past. Well, I know you can't. They they don't know that. Right. And so that they're working one way. These fictional characters. I'm working my way. Right. And so that was like that's why I knew. So going into it's like all right if you could time travel. Like, I think you have to go, let's say, really fast. All right, we're talking like particle accelerator, like what CERN. It's like, well, the problem with that, let's say if you go back far enough, this device doesn't exist. Okay, that's out. Like, that doesn't really work. Um, so I did a very easy way out. If you go far enough into space, you just kind of hit a wormhole, you go over the edge, and then you go back in time. And you know what? Like, so many movies try to go into this like, really complicated explanation. Like, yeah, you guys should just, like, not have done that. It worked yeah. a lot better before we tried to explain it. Right. So, yeah. so there's, you know, it's funny. It's funny. The time travel thing, like I used to have this um, 
this book of like questions you would ask at like a dinner party. This was before yeah. fucking phones existed. Can I, can I jump in? Yeah. Real quick. Go ahead. So you're talking about time travel. I think uh, you mentioned 11, 18. 11, 22, 63. I thought like that method of time travel. How the fuck was do you excellent. not know that date? I know, right? I should. <laughs> but I thought that was an excellent method of time travel. Like, how does it work? He just walks through the door. It just works. Right. Like, that's and all you need. Yeah. Because so it. many movies are like, we really got to, let's, let's get a physicist in here and really explain this. Like, right. You can't. You right. can't explain it. Like, don't. That's what that's what makes them fun though. Like when you, I mean, you don't have to go crazy. It's like, okay, how do we get back in time? Well, we've got to be in a DeLorean that does eighty-eight miles per hour while <laughs> it's like yeah. while we have this thing that present, current. You know, it's like should we explain the physics of that? No, no don't no, just do it. You like, can't. It you, works. You can't explain the physics of it because any reasonable yeah. logical person is going to be like, come on. Man. Well, because the more you try to explain it, like, well, they're going to they're going to come out of this. Let me explain that away. Like, the more you try to explain it away, the more holes you create. Like, right. You can't do it. So, that's like, exactly right. Keep so, it simple. Like, hey, mine. They just they go into space. They go over the edge. Right. It's there. Eleven twenty two sixty three. You walk through a door. You're in nineteen sixty three. Exactly. It's like it's that simple. It's ingenious. Yes. Absolutely ingenious. And that's the way you should do it. Yes. All right. So I didn't I didn't want to interrupt okay. you. But, like you were just on that, and I wanted to come back to that because I thought right. that was an ingenious way to do it. One of the questions was always like uh, like. If you can time travel, you know, where would you go? Blah, 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 blah. And so I kind of like morphed the question to be like, if you could time travel back to 1922 Germany and Hitler is eight. Yeah. Austria or however the hell old he is. And you have your chance. You're alone. You travel back to a giant fucking Heidi type field in Austria. And it's just you and him. You've got a gun and you can kill him. Would you do it? Well, like, so, like, the Hitler thing is, like, always the big time travel question, like, if right. you can. Right. Um, and yet, one of the stories I love is, oh, we're going to go back and kill Hitler. So, in this story I read, they go back, they steal the baby. What happens is the maid puts her baby in place because she knows she's going to be in trouble if the baby was missing her watch. And it's like, you can't win. That's what I love about time travel. You right. can't win. Right. So, you kill this kid. You know it's Hitler. He's got the little stash and yeah. everything. His name's Adolf. <laughs> you, do you kill him? You've got a gun. He's there. Are, are, no, you'll get away are with we, it. Are we in generality, or are we talking about me personally? You personally. Uh, no, because you can't stop it. It happened. I, I, you can't stop every it. It's time, inevitable. Every person I've ever asked this, they're always like, absolutely. It would be very hard, but of course I would kill Hitler. I was like, well, you killed Hitler, and now the other guy who took his place killed 42 million Jews. Yeah. I mean, like, to Instead me, of 11. time is inevitable. You know what? If you kill Hitler, there's going to be somebody to take his place. Or somebody worse. You missed his tim- twin brother. He takes over now. Not even his twin brother, just someone else. Yeah. Instead of instead of being 11 million, it's 40 million. Like, what was it? Um, That's what you just did. The time machine? Uh, is it the Orson, Orson Welles one? I don't know. There's the time machine. Yeah, yeah. The time That's machine. what I love. Like, the one I'm thinking of, I know there's more, but it's the guy Pierce is like in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah. And so he goes back to save his wife. Right. Well, every time he goes back, the machine breaks, or lands in the wrong. So, like right. every time he goes back, he can't do it. Why? Because time, you can't change it. I love it. Mm. Yeah, like all, even these. Um, well, see, in 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 you could go back and Back to the Future and change the time. Well, that's my like. That's my that's as much as I like Back to the Future. That's my column. It's like you really can't change. Oh it. no, I love it. Well, I love how they even explain it. They're like, look, you created a completely alternative timeline to you know. So now you've created like a like a like a like a. Um, a branch, another verse. Yeah. You know, you've created a. Uh, you know, I love that. No, I no, that that I'm, that I'm good. Like, if we're saying yeah. like it's not, you can't change the timeline. You're creating a new timeline. Yes, right. that I agree with. You yeah, can do I that. I love that. I was like, oh my gosh, they did that really well. Like, damn, you just created a whole nother 1985. Like, yeah, that's just wow. I love. Uh, you ever remember the TV show Sliders? Not really. No. So that was they could jump to different dimensions, and they had such, this cool um, explanation, like. They show you this globe, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a globe. I'm like, 
well, what if there were more? And they turn it, and it's like all these globes in a line. So you look at head on, it looks like one. You right. turn it, like, yeah, that's like, that. I dig that. That's what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's great. I mean, you know, shoot. The time, that you should probably write more of those. They're fun. Because that's what you're so interested yeah. in, and they are fun. And, and you know, you could, it's a really, it is literally just like your imagination. You, For sure. you can't be wrong. There's no wrong. It's fucking time travel. Yeah. I mean, although I think 112263 probably did it the best. Oh, they did it. I mean, it's, it's I stepped through a door. It's 1963. Damn. Damn. And what was that guy used that door for? To get some hamburgers. <laughs> That's pretty, that is what he used the it door is. for. To go back and get hamburgers. It's excellent. Yeah, I love that show. That show was great. Because it's just so small. Like, it knew exactly, it knew the genre, it knew what to do, what not yeah. to do. Yep. Like, don't get bogged down in details. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like some of these horror movies. You know, like we we need to explain how this this horror villain exists. No, you don't. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Who knows? He right. just is. He just, just leave it exists. at that. Right. That's it. Yeah. So you sent me a message. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, let's get into okay. it. Okay. You sent me a message, um, and it said, and it was kind of confusing. That and that's kind of why I shot back at you. You were like uh, podcast tonight, movies that define a generation. Yeah. Okay. So like define that. So I've been. This might be, you know, this is just an odd uh, production of mine. I've been very big on the generational wars. I think the generational wars are coming, like Gen X, Gen Z, Millennial. Like, there's going to be a big war, and it's coming. So I'm trying to, like, at work, I'm trying to, like, just scope out the sides and kind of figure out which side I don't want to be on. Because I'm, like, right on the edge of Gen X, Gen Z. Like, I'm technically a millennial. You don't know what side to be on? Well, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot of younger people at my work, you know? So I'm, I'm like, looking at numbers. Like, if the, if the war is just in the office, I'm just looking at numbers. Uh, but I realized <laughs> that... All these new people I thought were millennials, they're actually Gen Z. So they're like, they're they're too young. Yeah. I was like, oh man. So technically now there's more Gen Xers, you know, just in my department. Yeah, I'm just, this is what I do at work. I try to figure out the generational war. What? So Gen X is, I don't even know when that is. Oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah, you're Gen X. I'm Gen X. Got it. And so I'm like, I'm right on the edge of Gen X, but we I'm We will technically... literally wipe every other generation off the fucking face of the earth. Right now. Absolutely. We're the strongest we've ever been, the toughest we've ever been. We're not little pussies like everybody now. We're like, oh, do we own a gun? Do we not? No, we own fucking tons of them. <laughs> we own lots of ammo. We will we will annihilate anything that comes across. We are the superpower of the world right now. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like when I when I see this like when I see this shit where it's like People pushing buttons like, oh no, you can't say she or her or that. You know, you can't say this shit anymore. You're you are essentially you are poking a sleeping giant. That's what you're doing, because my generation of people is like, what the fuck, dude? You know what? We just want to go to work, come home, you know, do some shit. We're not we we don't we don't give a shit at what you are. We don't care. We're not against it. We just don't fucking care. We don't care if we mislabel you, miscall you something. We don't fucking care do better you want to be called miss get rid of the fucking five o'clock shadow you're failing you want to be called you know sir you're gonna to have to cut your boobs off because if i could still be like excuse me miss and you get pissed about it fuck no one fucking cares no one cares no one cares other than you and your generation and we don't give a shit but now you're poking the bear with all this crazy ass shit where it's like we need to have, you know, 17 genders and we're not really, we were gender assigned at birth. No, fucking God gender assigned you. That's what it was. You got a penis or you got a vagina. That's it. There's no extra shit. That's what you got. That's what you are. If you want to be something else, be something else. But all of this, all of this like PC, overly PC and shit, we invented PC. We invented it. 
We, we fucked it up. I admit it. We fucked it up. We invented politically correct. We should have never done that because it's just crazy now. So, yeah, no, you, you should get on our side because you could be helpful to us. You're like one of those. You're like a MacGyver type person. Those people, will they will eat you up, those other people. <laughs> you don't fit in there. <laughs> we can't harm them. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Join the Gen X team, Ward. What year were you born? 82. Oh, yeah, you're close enough. I'm, yeah, I'm right on the line. You're close enough. We won't, we won't wipe you sure, out. It's funny because like all the like growing up, everything I know is Gen X. I yeah. mean, I was a kid in the 80s. Like It's all yeah, Gen yeah. X. Yeah, you're close enough, yeah. Uh, well, so what are you, millennial? Millennial. I don't, I, I don't Seems know. odd to say, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, like the people now in the workforce are Gen Z. When did that end? When did millennial end? I don't uh, know anything about any of these things. So I, I've had to look all this stuff up. I mean, I don't know. You know, 2000? Yeah, around 2000. That's that's the end of uh, millennial and then moved to Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. These these poor Gen Z bastards. They're they're never going to. Every time. <laughs> it's so funny. Right? It's so funny we talk about this. I was looking through uh, Caleb's dating app. He's, a, he's on a dating app. How's that going Actually, for a friend. How's that going for him? <laughs> it's on a dating app, and I'm like scrolling through him. He's like, he's like, any ones that you find, just just click click the heart button, and you click the X for the ones that are no good. I'm like scrolling through this, and it's like, um, I only want a guy who can respect that. It's and it just goes. It's like everyone you look through is like, oh my gosh, how these people are never gonna procreate, never. Like that, they are never going to, never ever in the history of ever. Will these people ever have sex? Never. Never. I was like, Caleb, you should find an older woman. <laughs> like a much older woman because you are not. This will be the death of, 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 the, of, the, of the human race, these people. It was like, oh, gosh. I can't. I wish I could remember some of the things. But I'm like, I'm scrolling through. And I was like, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. It's like, you're never. You're, you're doomed. The fate of humanity is doomed. But I guess people thought that about us too. So, well, you know, it's kind of like every like every but younger generation. We had generation a lot of sex. The end, so, yeah, as much as the baby boomers, though. Yeah, I think we had way more sex. In the seventies, I mean, like the seventies is free love, man. Yeah, but you're talking about the nineties. So that brings me to the topic. The, back to the that circles us right back to the to the topic of, and I want to get I want to get your exact wording right. It is movies that define a generation. So give me the definition of that. So th- this is there's one movie in particular that always like I'm always like this defines a generation and it defines Gen X. Which movie do you think or do you think I would Breakfast say? Club? No, no, oh. that that was up there, but I don't like I don't think it quite defines Gen X. Okay, no, I, that's and, not... I, and like the first time I saw this movie, I was like this is Gen X, and every time I watch the movie, I've watched it several times. I'm like it defines Gen X. Give it to me, Fight Club. Yeah, you went. You, you, def- that's a like, good one. So then, so then I was thinking about well. Like, that's just one way of saying, like, yeah, that defines a generation. Um, and I was thinking, because I got on this last week. I was like, all right, Man, what about the other generation? And this is a really tough question. Yeah. Because you're talking about defining a generation. See, like, when I, w- right when you said that, I immediately thought Breakfast Club. Sure. And I started thinking John Hughes movies. But I guess you're probably right. That's probably, I mean, well, those movies were in the 80s. So these were people born in the 60s and 70s. So, I mean. It- and that's something I come around to about that. Because Gen X, it defines Gen X, but it's not made by Gen Xer. And so I was looking at, you know, millennial and then Gen Z movies, which I'm not sure there is a, a, a generation of finding Gen Z movie because, A, even the, the millennials before them haven't really created anything. Uh, and the only cop, I think this is a cop out, I would say the social network, but everybody, like, everybody yeah, in that's... it, everybody that created it, they're all uh, Gen X yeah. or millennial. 
And all it does is it kind of sets the stage for Gen Z. Like, it doesn't really define them. It defines their context because they grew up in that age. But I wouldn't consider it a, a generation-defining movie for... Now, maybe it defines millennials because you look at it, you've got, um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. It's not Mark Zuckerberg, but it is Mark right. Zuckerberg. Right. Like, you know, is he kind of the definition of millennial? Yeah, well, like... He's probably 40. He's a millennial. Right. He's, he's around my age, so he's, he's right in there. Yeah. Like, you know, does it kind of define millennial? Well, sure, like, because he screwed over everybody in his path to get to the top. Well, pretty good definition of millennials. Plenty of them have done that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, there, there's been people in every generation that have done are. that, though. I mean, there oh, are. Shit. I mean, you know. It's... But, you know, like the social media aspect of it, like that is, it's big. Uh, then I, and the difficult thing is going back prior to my generation, why don't I have a good handle on it? Like, I mean, I know the stereotypical right. genre of that, I would say, but I'd say, uh, as I was going back, I thought Baby Boomers. Now, I haven't seen a lot of Baby, Boomy, Baby Boomer movies. But I'd say Easy Rider because that movie affected me. Like I thought that movie was sure. quite good, and I think right. that really gets that counterculture of the seventies. Right now, I haven't seen enough movies to say like that's one that does it best. But of what I've seen, which is not much, yeah, I'd say it does it best. I thought that was an excellent movie that starts to define that generation. Now, millennial, I think it's see, see when and and when you said this, I I think that defines like a a how that generation wanted to be. I think that's an extreme part of a generation when i look through the generations baby booners extras whatever i mean i think it's just all the same i don't yeah. i don't feel like that as people were were that much different but these movies are more like they're like a how a very small percentage of that generation lived and 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 behaved you know like yeah. you, i mean would you i think most people were just like us like just normal people who did everyday things and you know this the easy rider was more of like a you know it, it was an expression of a generation, but not at all how most of them yeah, lived. Not how they lived, sure. Like, that is completely right. valid. Because, you know, Fight Club, the whole thing of that is, right. you know, commercialism, like, oh, this dream you had, squash that. Not happening. Like, right. it's harsh. Right. And I thought Matrix, too, when you said it, too, when you, when you, when, you know, it was kind of, you know, if you really dig deep in Matrix, I mean, that could be a very Gen X type thing. Yeah. You know. But it was a very tough question, because I really was not sure... Now, and that's why I shot back with you with another question because it was like, shit, I don't know how I'm going to answer that. And it's a tough question. I started thinking about things like movies that define a generation. But like, I will say, so the millennial movie, my millennial pick would be Garden State. Wow. That's, that's tough. And, and you're defining this by people who made it, people that were in it, people that were... Well, it's hard to say people that made it because, you know, every movie I picked that this defines a generation was made right. by people that are the prior generation. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's just a fallacy. Clerks is thing. a really freaking good one, too. Uh, for the millennials, clerks. Yeah, you don't think Gen X? Uh, 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 Gen X. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. That's that's what I meant. Yeah, uh, and Slackers is another really good one. That's like to me is like yeah, that's yeah. But that those could just be those could be youth movies. You know, any youth, sure, from any generation movies. There's certainly oh, other ones. So hard. It's so, that was such a hard question. Then you look at like Days and Confused. Right. I mean, that, that is that is made by Gen Xer, but he's looking at the baby boomer generation. Right. Right, and so like, you can't really say it defines Gen X because he's he's a genre behind. Right, but at the same time, like that movie is kind of applies to everybody. But you look at that movie, and it's and it's not and it's not too much different from Breakfast Club. Sure, and it's not too much different from Slackers, Clerks. It's like, it's like a it's like it's just like a generic youth movie of any time. But it could be that could have been set at any point, and I've been and that would have been believable. Yeah, it was seventy six, but it could have been eighty six, could have been ninety six, and I've been like, yeah, change their clothes, it works. Right, exactly right. Ooh. Wow, hmm. you're probably right. Change the clothes and a little bit of the 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 slang, yeah. you know, and you're probably right. Change on. the music, yeah. 
something, you know, I think ultimately it's, it's difficult to say, oh, this defines a generation because, I mean, yeah, things change, but it's really context changes. Like, people, people are always the same. People have always been the same. Yeah, yeah. But all those movies that we just mentioned are all good movies and worth seeing. For sure. Damn. That's a tough one. So, so you landed, where, what was your generation? What was the one that you... From Millennials? Yeah. Garden State. Garden State. I was trying to think of another one. And for Gen X, what did you... What did you? Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Is really but yeah, I certainly thought of Breakfast Club for Gen X because, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that that gets a lot of that right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, for Millennials, you know, I said Garden State, but, you know, Social Network kind of works. You could argue Social Network works for Gen Z, even though it's, right. you know, removed, but it does set the context. But the thing is, like, was it set in the context for Gen Z? Does that really apply? That's eh, a bit of a stretch. And I just think Gen Z, I don't think, you know, I don't think they're old enough to really define it yet. I mean, how can you define a generation being in the generation? I think you need to almost be one step removed and sure. look back and say, well, yeah, that does kind of capture it. Because right. how do you know in the moment you're capturing it? You don't. Tough question. Anyway, that wraps it up for this week. We'll catch you next week. I'm Eric. And I'm Ward. Go to our website, fridaysonthefly.com. From there, you can find everything. Episodes, iTunes links, Stitcher, Whatever you need from Fridays on the Fly, you can find it there. So go there, check us out.